Blog Talk Radio. Hello, everybody, and welcome to The Breakdown with your host, Ms. Sharifa Hardy, and me, Mr. Marvin Showtime Williams. We are here on this wonderful Wednesday evening. Hopefully, we can bring you so much joy, so much satisfaction, so much intellectual entertainment slash information that you just go into your Thursday fully charged, ready to take on the world with all the beautiful things that Sharifa and Marvin talk about. How you doing, Sharifa? I'm doing wonderful. I'm doing wonderful. Looking forward to the show. Looking forward to continuing our conversation. It's a good night. It's actually yeah, it's a great night. It's a great night. It's a great night. So, you know, a lot of times you know what we do, and I've noticed that we do this because I was listening to our podcast, blog, talk, radio podcast that are so mm-hmm. um, informative. You know, I'm not going to lie, they do They do go left, they do go right, they do go up, and they do go down. You never know where we're going to go, but that's the point of talk show, I guess. So what I'll do is I'll just state for the audience, you know, what we're going to get into tonight. So we're going to somewhat stay on some kind of course, but probably knowing us, we'll be, have a brand-new trajectory within five minutes. And how do you like that little bit of format addition or enhancement? I like it. I like it. I love cool. it, actually. I think it's wonderful. Cool, cool, cool. So we're going to lead off right into the point of, of discussion which is basically, is it a truth or is it a myth in terms of business? If you build it, they will come. And the good part about this is when we're talking to someone like Sharifa or myself, to anybody who's listening right now, the wonderful part about that is, you know, Sharifa and I have definitely seen people build things. We've given recommendations to them on what they're building from an idea standpoint. And let's really talk about it. You know, if we build it, if they go out there and and create, Will the consumers come? That is the question, and that's what we're going to lead off into tonight. And so what's the answer? The answer is a host of answers. I think the funny part about it is when you're dealing with uh, certain types of business owners or certain types of personalities or even certain types of businesses, every situation is unique. You know, it's very true. You can build a building, but that doesn't mean, you know, I had a partner of mine get this, and I don't know how he did it, but I remember he had a building on Sunset and I think La Cienega. You know, the corner building. And when I say he had a building, like he owned the whole building. You know, it was like 30 stories. And it was through a really interesting buddy-buddy um, real estate deal. And he got the building for a dollar, right? It was like a bet. It's kind of like, you know, um, the distinguished gentleman or trading places, all that kind of stuff to where, um, you know, rich guy and rich guy. So anyway, he gets his building for a dollar. And um, he's working when I went to go visit him, he was working on like the 28th or 30th floor by himself. It's funny as heck because the whole building is empty. And he was thinking that, you know, I mean, he had money, so it wasn't no big deal from one aspect of it. But he was thinking that if he had this building, he'd have a bunch of what? Tenants. And there was no tenants in the building. Exactly. It was just him. Yeah, it was just him. Mm-hmm. So it, it made me think of when I was looking at the artwork today and the construction, you know, type of, you know, subliminal thinking and messaging in, in the marketing for tonight's show, it had me think of him because he literally had a already completed building, elevators and all that kind of stuff. Um, I don't know how many units were in the building, but I can probably guesstimate close to about 150, um, 200 units in the building um, in terms of, like, you know, office spaces. And he was the only one in there, and it would just crack me up every time I went to go visit him because I'd say, okay, now who do you have now leasing? And he'd say, nobody. So we just used to laugh about it. So – 
that that's that's one of the instances, and of course that's not the only instance. But I just wanted to bring up that one because it okay, was funny but, to me. Okay, but that okay, but it, how did it end though? I mean, it was funny and it was a ha ha, and it was let's share this story, but let's help the people. That's how it ended. You know, that's how it ended because no, he passed no. away. And ain't no more tenants. <laughs> oh my god, I didn't hear that. I didn't hear that he passed yeah. away part. Yeah, well, I just added uh-huh. it at the end, but you asked the question, so I told you, no, that's how it ended. It ended to where he passed away uh-huh. like last year, and there was still still no tenants. But no, it wasn't like it wasn't like okay, okay. Here we go. It's not. So you never know what you're gonna get when you talk to Marvin and Sharifa, or if you listen in, because you never even know the story's gonna be like that. A guy with a building, he got for a dollar, and then he passes away. That's what, like you can't even write that. That's like some good Hollywood stuff. So, uh, but yeah, he passed away, and therefore no more tenants. Mm-hmm. Yep. End of story. No more. Sorry. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Yeah, I, I, okay. I, I like that. I like that response. Wow, it was a perfect response to that. Yep. No, because I, I was like waiting. I was mm-hmm. waiting to pick it apart. I was waiting to, mm-hmm. to say, oh, he could have done this. He could have. He should have done that. Or maybe if he'd have thought about this, then maybe there was a way to salvage it. But then you know, your response just kind of <laughs> was like, well, it's kind of like my response. Kinda, <laughs> my response is kind of like you have a whole bunch of balloons with a good idea, and you're like, oh, we're gonna let them off sail off and you know we're gonna pen pal everybody and there's dollar bills in the balloons and all of a sudden somehow our balloons explode mm-hmm. that, that's what happened yep and so and and that's why we know when we were looking at tonight's show that's why i was kind of like you know if we build it if you build it, they'll come uh hey i you know it's it, it, it's true and it's not true you know it, it depends on really you know on one of the shows i like to watch on tv and i'm not, I'm not plugging it at all it's just really i do watch the show because it shows, like, you know, people, when they have a, a project already going and they try to renovate it, it's called, like, Restaurant Impossible. Mm-hmm. And it's like a Food mm-hmm. Network show or whatever. And it's kind of really cool because mm-hmm. you see people who are already in business, they've already built it, and they're having a problem with having people walk through the door. And it really does show mm-hmm. that, you know, even when you have it built, you can have problems with people having that foot traffic. And then even if you get foot traffic, mm-hmm. there's, you have to do certain things, which you were about to lead off to with the, the gentleman. You were probably going to try to turn him into a client if he was alive. But the point is, mm-hmm. um, you could have... Um, you 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 give people advice on how to market and brand this you know service or product, right? And it's funny in restaurant restaurant impossible. That's exactly what they do. They say you need like a rebranding. You need to like you know uh, revitalize. The, you you need a rebranding. You need to revitalize. You know whatever your product product or service that you're into. In this case, restaurants. Um, and you know they take it from the from the bottom to the top of all the ways you need to kind of like rethink how you're doing business in order to retain business and customers. So there's a lot to if you build it, then they'll come. You have to have a certain mindset and, 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 and structure of a business for it to actually work. I definitely agree. I definitely agree. But I just want I mean, because see, your example was too wonderful. It was just such, it was too wonderful for me. I just can't leave it alone. I just can't walk away because to me, I mean, that's not something right I mean, no, but seriously, that's not something people mm-hmm. do on a, a regular basis. They don't just buy a building. Mm-hmm. I mean, people mm-hmm. don't do that. I mean, the people who do, and I don't mean it, you know, in a negative way, but they usually have a plan. You know what I mean? They usually mm-hmm. ha- have kind of tenants already to a certain extent set up or, you know, I don't even know because I don't have a building. Mm-hmm. But I'm just saying, <laughs> what would you have done yeah. different in that example? Well, I, what I would have honestly done if I was going for tenants is do things that he did not do, like maybe put up a sign that says now leasing. Like that's what we see normally, right? 
um, mm-hmm. excellent, great moving rates. If you want to get really uh, interesting, if you want to get some really interesting tennis, start doing things like mm-hmm. no money down, no credit checks, you know, the scary stuff that has everybody just coming off the mm-hmm. street. You know what I'm saying? Uh, first, mm-hmm. if you want to really get people in there, uh, first year free based upon, you know, a 100-year lease. You know what I'm saying? You know, you just get mm-hmm. creative with, you know, what you're going to do. And then maybe if you want to, you know, um, do, like, you know, some advertising that's just good for, like, you know, um, social media, things that will say, like, you know, actually outlandish, you know, type of advertisements, which everybody knows are fake, and you put the disclaimers out there on the bottom that it's fake. But you say that, you know, you say the first 10 years free with a 1,000-year lease, and then just so you can get social media on it, and at the bottom you say this is absolutely a hoax in small letters. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. But, no, there's ways. And, and, and But, truthfully, there was no signage on the building. Nobody knew that. Uh, when you drove past the building on Sunset, you honestly thought it was probably filled because it, looked, it was a good-looking building. You get what I'm saying? So you, the last thing you thought, there was one dude sitting at the top like he's Batman by himself. That's what was funny to me. Cause I would go you, know, it, but you know what's funny to me, though? And I didn't mean to cut you off, but you know I did, right? Mm-hmm. So, but what was funny mm-hmm. to me when – you were, when you started telling this story, the first thing that I thought of was that it just always seems to me that how ironic that mm-hmm. you have a man with an empty mm-hmm. building that he cannot yeah. fill, yet yeah. you have a million people who are looking for office space mm-hmm. and it's unavailable. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, no, and look, look, he didn't have any, he didn't even have a listing on like Craigslist or nothing like that. You see what I'm saying? So mm-hmm. it actually is very funny. You know, it's very funny when you look at the scope of. But again, like I said, I prefaced the whole story by saying, you know, he was rich. It was a buddy buddy deal. The building he got it for a dollar. So let mm-hmm. you know also where he was economically. And when I was there, the funny part about it, when I was there, we weren't even talking about renting out office space. When I was there, we were talking mm-hmm. about movies. Right, so because mm-hmm. he wanted to actually um, produce a film, um, and that I, he had hired me as a writer. And before that, it's funny enough, is I had um, met him on his yacht in Marina del Rey. That's where he hired me as a writer. So when we were over, as we grew our friendship, you know, through other other film producers, you know, I, I saw him, you know, in the building, which was funny. And but he mm-hmm. wasn't too happy in the building because his floor, he would say, would get too hot. And I'm just like, why don't you? Mm-hmm. Well, maybe make me laugh. I'll be like, okay, if your floor is getting too hot and you over here sweating, and it was funny because he had one assistant. This is hysterical. You get off the elevator, his assistant is looking at you crazy because she's at a table in the middle of this office floor, and it's just her one table and the rest of the building is empty. I mean, the rest of the floor is empty, so she's there with one desk and a laptop, and he's there in a chair walking around in circles like an executive, <laughs> telling her all kind of stuff to do all day. So. It was hysterical, and then he would say, oh, and she'd say, oh, it's hot up here, and he'd say, oh, it's hot up here, but I'm like, why don't y'all move to the fifth floor? Like, there's about 30 floors in here, you know? Like, why are you on the hottest floor at the top where we all know heat rises? And then you're on sunset, and then the way that the sun was beaming in, I was like, y'all are just confused. Y'all are special people. It's, I would have moved up to the fourth thing. floor. No, you wouldn't. Oh, yeah, of course. You would have been up there she, high. Look, no, 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 no. Because you know what? I would have been up there high. Looked. I need to be on no, the top know, floor. I need to be- no. Be able to look down on people. That, well, there you go. You're going to look down on people, and I'm going to tell you where I'd be. Because I was already looking. I was already, funny enough, I was already in there, like, literally casing the joint. I was like, okay, look, I'm, I would take the elevator to the fourth floor, walk around, and I'm not lying. There will probably be, a, on, on the fourth floor, there will be, like, you know, 25 
empty offices. All empty. And it was mm-hmm. kind of the coolest thing in the world because then I was like, I would go back up to there, there for like 25th, 26th, wherever they're at. And I would say, okay, look, I like the fourth floor. And they would come back and say, well, take it. And I'm like, okay. <laughs> you get what I'm saying? I'm going to go take over the mm-hmm. whole fourth floor. And I felt like a kid in like, in like, in like a rich homie's house where I'm going to go take over one of the wings, right? And then I would come mm-hmm. back and I'd be mm-hmm. confused. But I don't know if I, but I kind of like the architecture because every floor had different like layouts and architectures from like the build out, you know, none were the same. Mm-hmm. So then I would say, no, I think mm-hmm. I like the fifth floor. And they were like, well, take the fourth and the fifth, and maybe we can put like a stairway to the fourth <laughs> and the fifth. And I would say, oh, I love this. I'm going to go check out the seventh. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So mm-hmm. it was the funniest thing in the world. And all the while, we're actually having a good time putting together a caper movie, you know. And that's why, you know, I think. When I really look at it, and I look at the world of entertainment, I know the, how the world views entertainment. Like, it's sleazy, and it's crazy, and people are psychotic. But one thing that the entertainment does that I really didn't quite equip myself for is that when you're in the world of entertainment, you actually, like, organically seek out people with a lot of money. And the reason why is because you mm-hmm. want to – maybe you want to do a film for a million dollars or half a million. And mm-hmm. the average person isn't going to give you half a million dollars to go make a movie and be creative. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And a lot of times, if you look at like 98% of the movies made out there, a lot of them are made without what? The keyword distribution. And it's kind of crazy when you think that, you know, investors and all kinds of people invest in these projects, and there's no distribution attached. You're in entertainment, and you know how many people, funny enough, create shows or have shows already made, and then they come run to like, you know, your world and say, oh, mm-hmm. can you get this show on TV? But then you say, now why the hell did you make it if you didn't know how to make money on it? In mm-hmm. the world of films, that happens all the time, too. And um, I take that back to say, in the world of filmmaking, you know, you naturally seek out those with such of a high net worth or such discretionary income that they can begin to back ideas, you know. And, and, and it's either mm-hmm. you do it like that independent or you run to the studio. You run to, like, Sony and say, hey, I have an idea. You know, if you're not a studio executive and I want love for you to green like this, you know, you do either or. And then for the people who can't get inside the studio system, what do you do? You naturally go to film festivals and you just try to seek out those people who want to help the arts, right? And that Mm -hmm. whole thing I just said is the reason why I knew a guy like this because, you know, I know a few people who are in in very interesting positions wealth-wise in their life, but they seek stuff to keep them happy. And he was the exact same way. He was in a certain situation from a wealth perspective, trusted only nobody, like maybe a few people on on a good day, but then he would say he hates them all by the end of the day. But um, he was an interesting perspective wealth-wise, and therefore I knew him because he wanted to make films. See what I'm saying? And it's been a very interesting roller coaster ride in terms of who I've run into who are people who are extremely wealthy but are still seeking happiness. Um, and, and I say that to say they also go out there and they spend millions or hundreds of thousands and they build things too. I have another lady that I know. She spent about $300,000 in, in her, for her entertainment career that she just decided that she had. She's like, now I'm an entertainer and I'm spending money on it. And that's another example. If you build it, I don't know how many people are buying her, 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 her music or her films or whatever she's doing. She's just spending money on it. She's building it. And that's where I kind of go into <laughs> You know, if you don't have the right planning, it doesn't matter because there's there's success stories of companies that were made for a few bucks, and then there's companies, you know, there's uh, there's 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 stories of, of of situations where a lot of money is spent and it collapses. And the best way I can talk about that before handing over the mic is that if, when I look at Disney's um, Speed Racer, they made that movie for two hundred million dollars and it flopped. Whereas if I look at you know um, Paranormal Activity or Blair Witch, two films that were made for between fifteen thousand and sixty thousand dollars. Both of those films grossed over $180 million. 
So when you have one film made for $200 million and it tanks, and films made for less than $100,000 each, and they both blow up to have, you know, hundreds of millions of dollars in gross um, revenue, there's another example is if you build it. What are you building and what's the strategy? So that's my two cents today. Uh, I think that that was like a nickel right there. Cool. That I'm was happy. more like a nickel. I, I, I like to overdo it. <laughs> Over-deliver and under-promise? Is that what it is? Yep, all that. That's what it is. Over deliver under promise. You know, that's me. That's that's Marvin Showtime. Over deliver under promise Williams. There it is. I thought you was a Wakandian. You didn't ask what? What did I say? What I am a Wakandian. True to life. I'm already over here doing the fifth bump and everything on the chest. I did it four times, so you can't see it. Yep, I did it. <laughs> Can I ask you a personal question live on air? Talk to me. <laughs> Like, do you just eat a lot of sugar? Like, are you like one of those kids? <laughs> and you just, just no food, just sugar. Just, you are always just, I mean, I love your energy, though. I'm not knocking it and saying it's a bad thing, but you, I have, I, well, I don't know. I can't even think of anybody else, though, but your energy is like through the roof. You just like going and going and going and going. Like, just sugar. Just, it's either you know. It, I'm telling you. you know, let me tell you. Wait, no. I'm gonna tell you. It's either lack okay, of sleep. Right. It, it's too much sugar or sleep deprivation. One of the two. I'm telling you because something's I, I off somewhere. I have probably both. Okay. I probably okay. have both. I'm, I'm telling you. I probably have sleep deprivation, too much sugar, and uh, a, a level of energy and excitement that ain't normal. Yes. So, I'm gonna be serious. No. But the reason I want to discuss the whole if they build it, they will come, because, you know, at some point we do have to be helpful and help the people. But so many people that I work with as a business consultant, they forget to build it. I don't know how. I don't know why, but they forget to build it. What the, what they do What do you they mean they forget to build it? How do I, like they try to say they built a house and they didn't build a house and they try to build a building, but the building ain't built? No more sugar for you. Okay, okay, I'm just trying to understand. No. I, 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 try, I envisioned myself walking into a building that wasn't there and it didn't work out for me. What I mean by that is mm-hmm. people have to yes. do the work. Mm-hmm. Don't, don't, don't. <laughs> people have to do the work. So in order for people to come, mm-hmm. you you have to create the business, create the product. You have to create the service. You sound like you're about to laugh. (laughs) (laughs) It's not that I'm trying. (laughs) You know, it's it's because it's one of those (laughs) nights where you know how you have some of those nights with your partner, your dance partner, and it's nights when you dance in perfect unison. But what I'm right. realizing at the 19-minute mark that this is not one of those nights that we dance in the perfect unison, okay? I'm over here, you uh, over there, I'm going to eat you. You know what I mean? Take a nap, like, okay? Because I'm trying to explain this to you. And every time I try to answer the question, you like, tell us, Sharifa, tell us, where's the building? We don't see the building. I don't even know about Like, Marvin, Marvin, I'm like, Marvin. I was there, but I got lost. I need GPS on this one. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Okay, I'm mm-hmm. I'm a, I'm gonna try it again. I'm gonna try. I'm gonna try. I'm gonna try. I'm gonna try it. Okay. I'm gonna I'm gonna try it again. I'm gonna wait okay. for it. Okay. 
Okay. I just took a couple minutes of silence for prayer. That's all I'm saying is that today I'm gonna have to pray through, pray my way through this. Mm, what I mean I by if you build it, they will come. Is mm-hmm. that and what my the statement that I made was that sometimes business owners forget to build it. What I mean by that literally is that say you have a store, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. People sometimes don't don't take into account every aspect of what a customer might need. It could be oversight. Mm. I get that. But we know you're going to need a cash register, right? How do you bring up people with no cash register? How do you Mm. accept sales? What is your customer service process going to be? You know, some people make a conscious choice, like especially, you know, in, in this day and age, companies like Uber and Postmates, these companies that don't necessarily provide tele- telephone support. So whatever it is, you have to put that policy in, into place for your business. That's what I mean by if you build it, they will come. You have to build it. You have to put everything in place for that consumer. You have to create a space consumer to come in and utilize your services. So what are they going to need? If you're a clothing store, um, do they need a dressing room? It's just, to me, building it, when I say build something, is making sure that you have everything in place for your business. What is your business going to need to operate? What is your business going to need to operate successfully? Those are the things that I'm referring to when I say if you build it, they will come. So do I think that's um, the truth or myth? I say yes and no. I definitely believe you have to build it in order for people to come. Are you? Did you fall asleep? I'm listening to you, so I'm try- like I told you, I wanted to receive it in its entirety, so I'm listening. I told you I'm going to wait for it. I've been waiting. I'm going back to waiting. So, if you build it, they will come. So, yes, yeah. you do have to build it. You, you got to build it. Now, okay, I'm, I'm waiting. I'm back. But... But this is where most people go wrong. Everybody to a certain extent gets the whole if you build it, they will come. If you build it, they will come. They get that. You have to have everything in place. So finally, we built the building. We have this beautiful store. We have everything ready to go, right? And then what happens? The business owners, especially online, I've experienced this online more than anywhere else, you know, offline or brick and mortar. But once it's built, they sit and they they look and they wait for the – the door to, you know, the um, come in or the sale to happen or a visitor to happen, they wait and they wait and they wait and they wait. And they think that just because they built their website or just because they went out and they got uh, a little kiosk or a storefront that all of a sudden they're mm. going to be millionaires. People really honestly believe that just because they set up a website that they are going to be online millionaires. It really took a long time for people to kind of get that idea out of their mind that just because they had a website or just because they were online that they would actually become multimillionaires because a lot of people were sold the dream that mm. in the World Wide Web, in what they call the last frontier, anybody, you know, it was like the gold rush. When you head west, you hit gold. That's it. 
So the internet was basically the same same thing. You get a website, you're going to be rich. So people mm-hmm. built the websites, they created the websites, but did they become millionaires? Did they become long-term millionaires? Did they become overnight millionaires? Mm-hmm. They did. Because they expected mm-hmm. that if they build it, if they create their business, that people will just come. That's really what well, people I got one thought. for you too. I got one mm-hmm. for you too. A brick and mortar business like Toys R Us closing all the stores and impacting thirty three thousand jobs. I think eight hundred stores are closing. All of them. That's yes, I saw that. I saw that. Mm-hmm. Now they built it. They even got the toys in the dang aisles, and the parents going crazy. You think now? I don't know if Toys R Us just got disgruntled. Because I'm like, if business is so bad, you got to close all the stores. You can't just keep one open for the sake of the, make some kids somewhere. That was my initial thought. I said, just keep one store open. Keep it, keep it open on in, 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 in some part of the world or the nation to where there's one left. One Toys R Us left. But they, 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 somebody in upper management said, sell this whole thing. We gone. We out. Drop the mic. It's over. It's a wrap. I was like, wow. But when you look at the technology or when you look at the world, you didn't see that coming? I mean, I don't wish ill will on anyone. No, 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 no. I saw, I, I saw it coming because, I mean, you look at the kids, you look at the mobile devices, you look at the apps, you look at where their attention is and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, I, I, I see parents these days, you know, the kid starts crying, they give them a cell phone or an iPad, and that's a wrap. Um, gone mm-hmm. are the days of trying to mess around with G.I. Joe or Barbie. They're like, who? Look at the app, and now look at the Angry Birds. <laughs> oh, here we go. So, mm-hmm. so that's where it's at. And the kids ain't even asking for no because the kids are like this. Do you want an Angry Birds stuffed animal? They're like, hell no, I don't do nothing. <laughs> I want Angry Birds the app right. and the mobile device, fool. Take that still thing away from you. Matter of fact, it's staring at me, looking creepy. I don't want it no more. So the right. toys themselves, and they have a lot of advanced toys, but then some of those advanced toys and toys are rest. You know, you have kids, I have kids. I've been in Toys R Us. I went to the advanced section. You need a PhD to mess around with those Legos because they'd be like, build a space shuttle. It's going to fly. You're going to put some, you know, real real jet fuel in it. I'm like, mm-mm, I don't want this one. And then they'll say, okay, because they try to, you know, make toys a little bit more, you know, intriguing. Then they're like, okay, you know, you and your son, you can build a super-duper car and both of y'all can sit in it and go 300 miles an hour. I don't want that toy either. I want a simple toy. Get my kid a simple toy where he can bounce a ball. It hits him in the face every now and then, and then he acts like a kid. But my kids are kind of special. My kids used to just get turned off in Toys R Us, too. They'd walk through and be like, I don't want nothing here. But that only happened years later. So Toys R Us, um, it's funny because I, when I look at – I saw this documentary on, like, you know, the, 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 like the Star Wars and He-Man and the creation of all these super-duper toy brands. You know, that was back in the day when TV had a monopoly and, to- and kids' toys were one way. They weren't so interactive. But now we've hit another level of technology in a – and, you know, you have to adapt or you, or, or you kind of lose the race. That's how business is. Yes, absolutely. So what we're going to do is we're going to stop for a brief commercial break. And after this Already? break, we will be. I don't know we what I'm going to do with good. you. I don't know either. Oh, okay. I, I looked at the time. I, I just, it, so, it just flew so, so quickly by, Sharifa. Tonight, I just <laughs> felt like I just hit... Hello, and then all of a sudden you said commercial break. I felt like I was being rushed, but it, it is the time. No, no, time no, no, that's bills. okay. No, 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 that's okay. No. No, it's the talk. time. Please, no, please. No, 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 please pay the bills. You know, we, we're a radio show for profit. Mm-hmm. Go do the thing. <laughs> Press buttons. <laughs> we, we're, we are going to come back. Press the advertiser very- button. 
present. You don't turn our, our listeners away. Stop <laughs> it. We're going to be right back after this commercial break, and we're going to be serious when we return. Heck yeah. You, you are getting get muted. Mute. Are you looking for a unique way to advertise for free? Why not add your business name to the growing business directory at AskSharifa.com? It's absolutely free, and you can benefit from being part of the Ask Sharifa network. That's AskSharifa.com. Where else can you get free advertising for your business, increase website traffic, and generate more leads fast and easy? Don't wait. Space is limited to a first-come basis. Visit AskSharifa.com today and get listed now. Are you looking for an amazing business opportunity? Visit AskSharifa.com. Get the financial freedom you deserve. Partner with doTERRA and change lives as well as create your very own business. Hey. That's AskSharifa.com. Get products Ask that sell and that people love using <laughs> every day. Give us a call at 562-822-965 or visit us online at AskSharifa.com. Hey. Are you ready for your financial freedom? I was liking my man's voice. I was like, hey, I want to class on that. How to sound like our commercials. <laughs> That's the shit. Are you listening to it? I was like, oh, I was trying to talk with him. I was tra- training myself. <laughs> Listen to AskSharifa.com. I was like, I want a voice like that, too. <laughs> I was you are <laughs> You sound like some kids who they have to go there and be like, hey, hey, hey. <laughs> Can they hear me? I know. Right. No. Oh, okay, good. Right. Because okay, okay. I, you know that now you're unmuted. We're having a conversation, but oh, you yeah, were, we're back. muted. Uh-huh. Oh, okay. You good. were muted. You might have to do that from and time to time. No. Yeah, okay. You were muted. And then mm-hmm. I said, okay, I already played one commercial. I'm halfway through the second commercial. Oh. If I unmute oh. Marvin, he's going to behave. Oh. That's what I said to myself. Oh, okay. This is a conversation I had. Oh. And then you oh, back in the background. Hey, ho! <laughs> who does that? Who does that? I'm just sorry, I was grooving. I said this. I said I said one of the shows has to be how to have the radio voice at Sharifa.com. I just like the dude's voice. I said that's a very well put together commercial. I like that. Thank and the music too. I like the music. I like I like I like what you did. It it, it it's groovy. It's groovy. I, I like the groove. Okay, I'm back. Hey. People, if anybody's left. <laughs> Did you say left? <laughs> <laughs> yep. <laughs> we might be down to zero tonight. It's my fault. It's okay. I accept that. I'll internalize it. I'll work on it. By tomorrow. If you are listening to this show with your computer, <laughs> and we are going to discuss if you build it, they will come. Is that the truth or myth on today's episode of the Breakdown Radio Show? So if you'd like to join the conversation, give us a call at 49989. Again, that number is 646-564-9989. Mm-hmm. If you are listening to this show on your phone and you'd like to join the conversation, if you have a yep. question, if you have a comment, if you'd like to save me from Marvin, please press 1 because press tonight one. I don't even know. What is wrong with him? He has too much <laughs> sugar or not enough sweet. One of the two. But Press I'm one. 
I'm trying to have a normal conversation. We are. And you know the funny thing about it, folks, this is how we normally talk. I don't know why she's over there fronting. Like, this is how we normally talk. That's how we decided to create a radio show. Huh. Y'all just weren't listening. Now you can. This is how it normally is. Okay. How you doing, Sharifa? I like your commercials. I'm fine. You like it? Thank you. Cool. Yeah, can that's why I was over there grooming. I needed to know. But you know what, matter of fact, I, you have inspired me. You've inspired if me. If you build it, they will come. If you build, see, that's, that, this I've is I've got to figure out what I want to advertise. Mm-hmm. Don't you have can, can, a can we hire? Yeah, I got I got man. Come on, now. You know how we do it. Uh, I got to, uh, wait, wait, do I? Wait, I, yeah, I do. I do. I, I show up, do. I got a production company. Yep, I got that. And then um, I got a couple other businesses in the back burner somewhere. Um, but the production company, it is what it is. Hmm. I like I like I want to I want to hire your, your guy. I got guys too who do voiceover. They do excellent work. But your dude was groovy with the music. I like it. But if you build it, they will come. So to me, advertising, marketing, radio ads, you know, intros, intros and outros for tel- for radio shows, that helps. I don't you think know, we intros. need that for our show. Our show is so organic. I like our intros. Our intros are very they're very healthy. That's why I describe it. They're healthy. Because they, 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 we come in every night on a different level of entertainment that's organic and truthful to the audience. From beginning to end, okay. they have an experience. It's healthy. Okay. Well, look, let me just ask. Mm-hmm. I don't know if we're going to be able okay. to get an answer, but Jokes from the Hood is in the chat room. Mm-hmm. I'm going to see if Jokes from the Hood will help us. Jokes make from the Hood? You know, whether, yes, uh... whether or not we should have an intro for our show. Jokes from the Hood would tell us. Now, how are we going to leave it at Jokes from the Hood? Stuff? I don't even know who that is. Now, that's, this is what the customer's always right right here. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm peeking. Damn, engineers. I was asking Jokes from the Hood. Look, this is when the customer's not always right, okay? Even if Jokes from the Hood says yes, we need Jokes from the Hood to come in and press one. Okay. Jokes from the hood is typing. I, want to talk. I don't know what jokes from the hood is typing, but they're they're typing something, oh, so they may give. We got some interaction. Time. All right, jokes from the hood. I like I, I like jokes from the hood's name. I hope they're listening to the show. They didn't sign in the chat room chatting to themselves because I don't know. Jokes the chat from room. the hood didn't even help. Okay, I'm I, now I'm mad at jokes from the hood. What did they say? Jokes from the hood. Jokes from I ain't even gonna tell you. That's why. That's how I'm gonna be. I ain't even gonna tell you. I'm just gonna because oh. they didn't give me the answer that I wanted. I'm not even going to get an answer. What did they say? What mm-hmm. I want to hear it. Why? Today's topic is. Oh, that's messed up. You're going to make me it, have to just. Will they come? You're going you to make me log in, the... too, and just double check. What did he say? Jokes from the hood said, do said. what you feel. Jokes from the hood, you are brilliant. You're brilliant. You're like, you're over there like Yoda. You got way too much damn experience for life. That was a very good answer. That's how. That's, that's, how that's how you know you messing with it. That's how you know you're dealing with a G. See, they don't get all in between our business. They like do what you feel. They they still sound cool. I like it. Do what you. That's feel. wisdom right there. I mean, I, I'm about to ask Joe, Joe from the hood what the lottery numbers is. He can type right over. That's wisdom. Do what you feel. Yep. Do what you feel is great. You know, and see, that's how we start and end the show. We just do what we feel. No matter what, it's a great, I mean, it is my point, too, with that. No matter what, we got to open and close the show, you know. 
we don't want to, you know how I am when I get ready for a show. I'm coming in last minute, so we don't need to give me any extra, any extra time. I need to be there right at 9. Bam, <laughs> introduce the show. The last thing I need to know is there's another 30, 40 seconds where we're going to have a long, long intro saying, ah, there's going to be uh, the breakdown and the breakdown and Sharifa and Marvin and the breakdown. It's going to be some jingle, and then they're going to have a do, little doo-wop-wop in the background, somebody maybe even beatboxing. And then it's going to carry from 45 seconds to a minute and a half, and then I'm going to come in, and I'm going to be in here at 9.02. Mm-mm. I need to be in it right Joe at 9 o'clock. Joseph Hood said ride that wave. Okay, you, Joseph Hood, I don't even know why that's your name. You should be like and, and Mr. Ambiguous from the hood because that's two wide open answers. But I like it, though. I see where you're going, Joseph from the hood. Joseph from the hood, ask Joseph from the hood if he can tell a joke from the hood. That would be funny. Okay, jokes from the hood can hear you. You do realize that, right? I, I, you know me. I'm new to technology. <laughs> like he, he can hear you. That, that's why we're on okay. the radio. He, he can hear you. I didn't know because you know how sometimes people have like different levels of technology. Like I don't know if he's getting some kind of automatic. Um, what is it? Like he's what do they call them? Subtitles the of our show. No, I don't no. know if it's like getting t- typed out for him on his on his device to where he can hear me. No, he can read it. He can hear. He can read what I'm saying, and the computer's just giving it to him like that. I don't know if he's actually listening and typing. He got some skills because he's multitasking. I'm not multitasking for nothing right now. I'm just talking. We see. We see. Mm-hmm. So, are we yes. going to discuss the topic? No? No, we, I think we discussed the topic in the first half, and we did it greatly because I talked about the guy who passed away, who bought the building for a dollar, who didn't have any tenants only because he didn't advertise. And no, nobody knew other than said, me. No, I can't type worth of nothing. Okay, okay. Jokes from the hood. I think I think we need to have a segment called Jokes from the Hood because I Jokes don't know what the, the heck he's going to say. What's the topic? Now, come on, Jokes from the hood. Did you ask Jokes from the hood? Did he see the flyer? Can you ask Jokes from the hood? Because Jokes from the hood can hear jo- you. Let's jo- get back that he can hear you. Uh, that's right. That's right. I keep thinking it's just me and you, and then you're reading. Okay, cool. Jokes from the hood. Maybe saw the flyer for tonight. That tonight's topic is from a business perspective. Is this a truth or a myth? If you build it, they will come. Meaning, you know, if you just build a business, will customers naturally just automatically walk through the door? Now, was Joe from the hood response? He just told you he can't type that fast. You got to wait. You got to go on to something, and, you know, he'll think about his position, you know, type it up. Is Joe from the hood kind of like old school? Supposed to know that how? Because you can type him. You can say Joe from the hood. What's your age demographic? Jokes from the hood. What's your age demographic? Yeah, he don't got to get to exact words. Jokes from the hood said 48. Oh, Jokes from the hood knows how to type. 48? His fingers work greatly. He can do the thing. Okay. We'll let Jokes from the hood do his thing. Okay. Well, I'm happy that Jokes from the hood is interacting on on our our subject matter. in In reference to the topic, which is, if you build it, would the customers just naturally come? Then he said, "Hell no, right. they not." That's what he, that's what he said. Excuse my language for the perfect. Well, that's what he said, he said, "Hell no." Well, no, he's he's absolutely wise. He's absolutely correct because I don't know how you can just build anything and expect people to just walk through your door. It, the funniest thing that I do, Sharifa, and I know you probably do this sometimes. I don't know. Well, maybe you do, and maybe Joe from the Hood does this too. Sometimes I drive down the street and I look at the stores, and I'm like, "Why?" Mm-hmm. Like I look at stores and be like, "How are you even in business?" You know, because you look at stores and you see like there's no customers. They're there. Sometimes I think they're like a front money launder 
whatever. Anyway, we'll talk about that in another show. But on the flip side of it, it's just like, you know, these these cats, are, they have these stores, and, and, and there's barely any foot traffic, but yet these stores are there, and then I see a ton of them go out of business. You know, um, you know in the valley where I'm at, the funny part about it is that, um, and I've lived all around L.A. I think by the time I was 21, I had moved 21 times. So I've lived all over the place. I, I would see a lot of businesses going out of business. Um, they were all excited to get there. Like week one, they're over there selling donuts or pizzas or whatever they're selling. Um, some of them are selling like, you know, um, what is it, uh, 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 luggage and all kinds of stuff. And then you'll see all kinds of businesses, and they just go out of business. And the funniest part about it, not the funniest part, the saddest part about it, because it was sad, you see how much hope people have with their business. They come in, they set it up. It's so funny, girl. Okay. Huh? Girl. Oh, my I don't God. I don't know what the energy in the air is. Because you are in such a mood, and I'm like trying to listen to you and jokes, of, jokes from the hood over here making jokes in the hood, I guess. He's like, he, so you're talking, and he's talking to you, and I'm reading, right? He's like, especially in the hood, because they saw his hair right. written. <laughs> that is crazy. Like, but, but, that's why the people no, in the hood but it's funny. It's funny. He got a point. Because Joseph Hood knows the signs in the hood are that's handwritten. That's if you though. build it, they and, will come, though. That's not building and, it. That's not building no. it. That's, and, and that's it, Jimmy written they'll be misspelled like, and they'll, they'll, be, they'll be misspelled and handwritten. And, you yeah. know, it'll be, um, uh, no, it's, it, you know the worst signs that you and see they don't, are when look, you see the handwritten. Wait, and then they don't even open to noon, right? Like, what business no, no, no. in the hood the, and all these the, little mom and no, pop baby clothes? They might the open. worst one is the is the, is a store owner who has a handwritten open sign and the store is still closed. Like they didn't even mind to turn mm-hmm. the little sign over and say closed, and you pull over and park and try to walk in and it's still closed. And you're like, but your your handwritten yeah, but that's sign what I'm saying. Open. Like if those so, those they 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 sign may say open at eight, and then but every day the people in the neighborhood knows that the owner he get there about you know ten thirty. <laughs> like oh exactly I don't know like exactly so. Yeah. Well, you know, just speaking of that, you know, you got to evolve. Just like, you know, I think what, uh, in, in evolving with your business and, of course, you know, setting up things correctly, I think, you know, uh, what was it, Wells Fargo? Wells Fargo was a stagecoach business. They, they used to run mail. Mm-hmm. And then because they were running, um, I, I believe, um, currency back and forth, they decided, like, you know, having more secure locations that were banks because they were getting robbed mm-hmm. or whatever. Um, mm-hmm. You know, you got to evolve as a business, you know. So, but but look at that. Look how we have Wells Fargo Day, the Gold Rush, and all these things, and they produce all these businesses in cities. You know, I remember I I don't know where I got this, but I think uh, it was funny. I think there was two brothers who owned like a lot of Los Angeles up to Santa Monica, like uh, there's a big chunk of the city, and I think there was a coin toss for whoever owned Santa Monica and whoever owned like the rest of like the the the, the, the inner city, you know. And I was like mm-hmm. done over a coin toss. And it was the craziest thing in the world mm-hmm. because the brother who won Santa Monica, Santa Monica used to be lined with nothing but oil rigs, right? It mm-hmm. wasn't beaches like we have now. All those, it was lined mm-hmm. with nothing but oil rigs because there was so much oil under there. And then they pushed because of, you know, the fact that oil rigs were on the beach. They, the, the, the beach traffic built up, and then that was an economy, economy and they pushed the oil rigs off of, in, off of the beach into the ocean like they are now. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. But it's funny. I remember looking at the same report, and I saw how many – like, there's actual oil rigs throughout Los Angeles that are covered up in fake buildings. And they're all over. They're scattered all mm-hmm. over. It's a trip when you actually know where they're at. 
because then you kind of you kind of look at that building, you don't look at the building the same. There's a few buildings all throughout LA to where they're like iconic, like monuments, but on the inside of the building, mm-hmm. there's an actual oil mm-hmm. oil pump going on right now. So it's crazy, you know. And they're there, like there's there's one off I think like Pico and Fairfax right around over there. Um, mm-hmm. There's a um, there's one actually inside the Beverly Center. If you go to the Beverly Center, there's one in the Beverly Center. So you go to the Beverly Center and there's a building, but it's a fake building. That's actual oil pump right there next to the Beverly Center. It's crazy. Wow, I've never known it, and that was right yeah. there on um, yeah. Fairfax and Pico. Uh, if you go to Fairfax and Pico, right on the um, on Pico, um, maybe like two blocks. Uh, what is it? Two blocks east of Fairfax, there's like a cream tannish mm-hmm. building. It's before Roscoe's Chicken mm-hmm. Waffles, but it's it's on the mm-hmm. um, north. It's on the north side of Pico, and it's like tannish. It's yellowish, and it looks like maybe it would be mm-hmm. like a DWP, you know, something like that, right? But you can't mm-hmm. enter it inside there. It's maybe about what, six stories high. That's an oil pump. And it's right there uh, between Fairfax and um and just think Rockville Chicken Waffles is right there, and it's right there on Pico. And, uh, and it's like and a six-story old oil I'm pump. Telling you, wait, wait, mm-hmm. and usually, like in polite society, I wouldn't ask this question, but because you know we're on a breakdown and I got to break this down, and you know this how? How do you know that? Because I just seek out information. You know, I'm crazy like that. Sugar, I don't know, <laughs> but that's what's there. <laughs> No, no, no. I, I look at weird. I look at interesting reports that that interest me, and some things that interest me are like what's hidden. Because remember, I naturally gravitate to like interesting locations. Because remember, in the entertainment world of production, we are always kind of you know we're always trying to kind of like you know take mental notes on like what's a cool place to shoot. Feel me? Mm-hmm. So a cool a, a cool place to shoot for me is like you know Fourth Street Bridge downtown. You know uh, the beaches, right? Or if you want, like, certain urban, wherever type of, like, location, you kind of, like, always make a mental note, like, desert areas. So when you see, like, an interesting location, oil pump catches you. You can't really shoot the oil pump because they cover it with, um, you know, like, either a fake building or a fake facade. Matter of fact, there's even one, there's one right there off of Olympic and, like, Avenue of the Stars. Right there in Century City, there's an oil pump, and it's covered by, like, this interesting architecture. But it's an oil pump. And not until, if you don't know this, like I grew up in L.A. all my life, so I, I've driven by all these oil pumps not even knowing. The easy, the easy ones are like off Stocker, you know what I'm saying, like towards the Brea over there. Um, yeah, like Stocker Park and all that stuff. Those are easy because you see mm, those. Kenneth they, I think mm-hmm. they, they, yeah, Kenneth Hunt, they use those in Beverly, in Beverly Hills Cop, you know what I'm saying, I think in number two or three, mm-hmm. I forget which one, but they use those. Mm-hmm. But those are easy because that's an oil pump. It goes up and down and you can spot them. But in other parts of L.A., they hide them, and they're bigger. They have to hide them because they're real big. Mm-hmm. Um, but like I'm saying, the Beverly Center, you go past the Beverly Center, like if you drive around it, you're going to spot it now because you're going to look at an awkward-looking building that is in a weird shape, and it's surrounded by, like, nothing. So it's kind of like, you know, it's, it's, like, gated off, like maybe, like, you know, 300 feet by 300 feet. It's gated off, and in the middle of it is a weird, iconic symbol that never seems to change. It kind of looks like there's always under construction. But it's an oil pump, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? So when you go past Beverly Center, you'll see that. On Pico, you're going to see that because if you're going to Roscoe's Chicken and Waffles just, or anywhere off La Brea, in between La Brea and Fairfax, um, just look for it. Right when, you make, right when you're heading east on Pico from Fairfax or right around there, look on the north side, and you're going to see like a DWP-looking building. It's tannish. Inside is an oil pump. You can't go inside of it. You can't pay no bill. Don't try to it. Uh, they got oil in it. It's crazy. So if you build oil pumps, you gotta hide them. That's what you, that's what you gotta do. No, I mean that mm-hmm. was interesting to me because I didn't. Um, 
I had no idea. I mean, I, I knew, you know, everybody knows about the La Brea Tar Pits and different things like that, but you never really think mm-hmm. about think about those things, I guess. But that's very interesting. Mm-hmm. Very mm-hmm. interesting. Yeah, LA, 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 LA formed um, LA formed kind of through interesting ways. But this is LA, where we have this whole basin right here on the West Coast, this is all oil. Under us is all oil. The only thing that you worry about is because we also have earthquake country. And we mm-hmm. got crazy um, fault lines. Is that mm-hmm. you know you don't want to mess around Mother Nature too much because when you when when you when you go for oil under the city, it's one thing to go mm-hmm. for it in the ocean, when you still get to keep pressure and everything at a certain level. And like if you have like some kind of like trench that forms real quick, okay, so the water fills it up. You get what I'm saying? You're not really going to mm-hmm. impact sea levels, but. It's like when the debate was there for, for like frackling and all that kind of stuff, and you're kind of like you know you're you're trying to extract things from the earth in a certain way, but on accident you're like um you're taking out whether it's oil water things that kind of are there to support what's on top from a pressure standpoint. you know Northern California is having this problem right now to where they're exporting a ton of water and they're like digging just like for oil, but they dig and they're they're gushing water out. And then basically those areas where the water was are now kind of like hollow because they, so, they just don't refill overnight. And the worry is that, you know, with any kind of crazy seismic activity, it just kind of sinks or just falls into a cavern. And that's why, you know, even when they're dealing with the oil, you're like, what, what is the geography really looking like right now? Because they've been at the oil, they've been, they've been um, um, you know, they've been refining oil off the coast of California for years. So you figure how much has actually been taken out, and what's the impact on the actual, uh, you know, the from a, ge- uh, from a ge- geological standpoint, what's the impact on the city? So I, 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 I I'm always watching a documentary or something. Mm-hmm. So what are you? What? Because you know Bob said that California was about to to be. I don't know. So I forgot what Bob said. Demolish or lose four thousand feet mm-hmm. or something like that. So. What you well, he yeah. would. Well, if he's looking at it from the standpoint that you know we've been going after the water, going after the oil, where we we can have um, insane seismic activity, mm-hmm. uh, it could be the setup of the perfect storm. Yeah, I mean, you know, from a from a standpoint of um, from a from a standpoint of how the Earth was formed, we know that all the continents were once one. And through seismic and tectonic shifts, you know, you can see where they broke up because they kind of fit like a puzzle. Uh, You can actually see the seismic uh, activity and fault lines. They have, like, you know, if you go online, just Google it, you'll see it, and you'll see where these faults run. You know, that's where our Santa Monica Mountains and all that kind of stuff comes from. So, and that's powerful. I mean, in order for you to have seismic seismic activity strong enough to create a mountain, it's crazy. Um, I, I don't know. The only bad thing about it, I think, I think about it is that we have a lot of information now, and I don't know, I don't know how well we use it. Just like when we saw what happened with the tsunami in Japan, when they had, you know, they had their nuclear reactor go bust. That's one thing I want to talk about one day too, because that nuclear reactor is just spilling a bunch of nuclear waste up into the ocean, and that's our Pacific Ocean. That's on our side of things. That's not, that's not the Atlantic Ocean. That's the Pacific Ocean. So, um, but I don't want to have that conversation with Bob because Bob's going to be like Doomsday. He's going to be like, it's already here. You already ate it. <laughs> so I don't want to hear that yet. You know what I'm saying? I, I want to make believe that the nuclear waste is all going into the ground and somehow a Godzilla monster is eating it all. But um, a guy like Bob is going to be like, oh, it's right under your bed. So 
Um, yeah, so it's just interesting to see, like, hopefully mankind can use the, in, the intelligence and the technological marvels that we create to turn that into some sort of business and economy to actually help the planet versus, you know, keep digging its guts out for profit. You know what I'm saying? Wow. That was deep. That was deep. I didn't even know you were that deep. You surprised me on it. on one show. You have went to mm. the heights of sugar <laughs> mm. to the deepness of the ocean. That was beautiful. I like that. Oh, thank you. I, I, you, I, 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 you know, that's why when we said talk show, I said, "Girl, I can talk. Don't play. I talk." You know. And then when the show ends, I'm gonna go back to talk to myself. Mm-hmm. Even even jokes from the hood agree. He said that was deep. Well, thank you, jokes from the hood. I like jokes. I, I like jokes from the hood. I don't even know who that is. That's good to know. I have a friend right there. You know, he's you right know, there. But jokes from the hood has a new podcast mm-hmm. out. Can you guess what it's called? That's right, Jokes from the Hood. Right. So I'm not mad at him. I think, I think Jokes from the Hood, we should support Jokes from the Hood. Get Jokes from the Hood, get your money. We could support Jokes from the Hood if we knew when Jokes from the Hood was on. You know, he didn't call in and tell us, you know. Jokes from the Hood, listen to your podcast so, so Sharifa can read it all. And we, can, they can, we, can, we, can, we can debut it to our, our folks because you already seem like you're cool. Jokes from the Hood is cool. Um, we, we, ne- yeah, we may never so, see Jokes from the Hood again. You know what? Jokes come, will they be go, here they join Jokes us, the Hood will they, be they leave know. us. Well, I, I love the thing about entertainment, because Jokes in the Hood knows this. Whenever you do anything in entertainment, it's forever. So the fact that he actually interacted with the show, that'll be in some kind of recorded, you know, translation forever. So Jokes in the Hood is with us. There, he's on show. He's on the show about if you build it, they'll come. He's locked in forever because he's had interaction. Plus, we talked about him in the actual podcast, which means he's definitely there forever. And ever. Mm. It lives on forever. That's one of the things I like about entertainment. When you do some work and it gets exposed, it lives on forever. I didn't say it's going to be profitable. I didn't say just because you make it, they'll buy the ticket. I did not say that. But, you know, it, it does something. I got a question for you. Yeah. Oh, from, yeah. from an entertainment perspective? No, from an entertainment perspective, from the um, networks that you deal with, um... How was the world today? Because I know the reason I'm, I'm not saying that from the other information that we talked about yesterday off the air. I'm saying that from the standpoint of I know you're dealing with some networks, but are they now under Nielsen's ratings? I, I don't mind talking about this on the air because if you build it, they'll come. That's like, you know, you have a network and, are, you know, you're adding things to it. So from the networks that you're dealing with, not to expose them too much, but um, are, are, I heard that one of the networks you're dealing with, they're going to be now rated by Nielsen's or they're going to have Nielsen's mm-hmm. data behind them. Yeah. That's correct. That's correct. That's mm-hmm. cool. So now there's no there's no question to the, what the ratings are because everybody's always speculating when you have a network what the ratings are. Now y- you know. Right. That is correct. That's cool. That's data. And with data, you can make some moves. Some more data for the Breakdown Radio Show. When our listeners, what mm-hmm. they have going on, um, you know, our topics. We need to, to ask Jokes from the Hood and our listeners who are listening on the show, what are some of the topics that they would like to see us cover? Because we cover what's interesting to us. We really like to talk about business, what's trending, what's going on in the world, what's going on That's in, how it's supposed to be. Uh, 
I know, but maybe there's there's a topic we can we can ask. Maybe there's a topic that we someone can. else would like for us to cover. That's what I'm saying. That's you're so you're you're so nice. I just say we make up our own topics. That's why it's our show. That's how I play as a child. It's my well, toy and it goes left. Okay, okay, but we can hear the people out. Jokes in the hood said, "Ask the preacher." Bam. He said, "That's." He I said, like jokes in the hood. Law. I don't even know what that means. See, he said, there you go. That's there you go. There you go. Joseph Hood, you need to just list your yo 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 uh podcast time. Um because you I uh, yo 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 his feedback and his comebacks are right on point. On I don't point. even know what he's talking about. Y'all have the whole conversation. What you, I, I don't what, even understand. No, you know what he, he knows what he's saying. He's cool, he's on point. That's why we're gonna that's why what we're gonna do. That's why what we're going to do is we're going to keep creating our show topics. And that's how we had Joseph from the Hood come in today. We didn't even know Joseph from the Hood until today. That's great. Go ahead, Joseph from the Hood. You might know Jokes from the Hood, Jokes but I don't. From... So therefore that, that, no, I don't. I don't. Me. But so, somebody's working Jokes from the Hood's nerves. That's what Jokes from the Hood. He said they're working his nerves. He said, someone's working, he said somebody's working his nerves? Not on our show. Mm-hmm. No, I hope not. I hope not. No, he seems to like us. Not, not on our show, though. So enough about jokes from the hood. I mean, but usually we talk to our other people. You know, when AJ from Up the Way call in, or we have the lady who works in the DMV, Bob who calls in yeah. and tells us about the Illuminati. We tell we had the other guy who called in and who was like, "I didn't know my friend of me was going to be on the phone." So <laughs> that was funny. That was funny. And then we had the guy last night who came in, chimed in, talked about sex dolls and bones. Oh out. yes. Yes, I forgot that. Was that was funny. That was funny. Yeah. But it's very interesting. Yeah. To to you know what I can't wait for, too? It's going to be very what? interesting when we have yourself and myself out and about in the city. And we're, like, at an event, and we're covering the event. And then, like, you know, a celebrity rolls up. Like, um, okay, okay, I got a question before you leave. You know, if you build it, if you build it uh, they will come. And the breakdown is definitely building up to do some things. One question on the way out. Okay, this is me on the way out. I'm going to throw a couple of celebrities at you, and you let me know how you're going to feel when they roll up on you on the red carpet and you got to go interact with the questions for them because I know you've been doing this back and forth anyway. So let's just say Idris mm-hmm. Elba rolls up on you. What questions you got for Idris? I have all of the questions that I'm going to ask him on the red carpet when you tune in to the next episode of the Breakdown okay, Radio okay. Show with Sharice uh, okay, okay, okay. and Marvin uh, Show. Huh? Williams. Uh, hey. Sorry. Okay. Denzel Washington. And if you would like to be a guest or advertiser <laughs> on the Breakdown Radio Show, feel free to visit our website at thebreakdownradioshow.com. We are here weeknights at 9 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. And usually we bring you a wonderful show. Tonight, Marvin has too much sugar. And not enough sleep, <laughs> and we don't right. we don't know what happened. But we will be back tomorrow at the same time. So good night, everyone. Good night, Marvin. Good night, listeners. And to all, a good night. That's what happens when the ball drops, folks.